everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 474. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. Did we lose Ari? I, I think, think Ari disappeared. I don't know what happened. Yeah, look, his screen just froze. I think Skype either froze or his machine BSOD'd. Um, mm. He will be back with us shortly. Don't worry. So we're going to keep the show going as per normal. So, um, shoot. All right. Uh, whoops, sorry about that. I had to mute that back up so anyway we're going to keep going as if you know nothing hasn't quote-unquote happened so i'm dj ron mess i'm our uh, rock color here we go <laughs> <laughs> i am mako-chan and i'm ichigo gami and apparently i have echo i fixed your echo don't worry about it oh you it. fixed my echo okay good yes cause... are we good theo I, I have to give props to Theo because sometimes when I sit here and I have everything all prepped, he will let me know if there's an echo because... Now all three of us have echo. Yay, it's spread. <laughs> Do I have it? No, 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 no. Here? Oh, oh wait, wait, everybody except for but Rama. Rama. All right. Nope, that's not going to work. Um, hmm. Which is weird because usually when there's echo, we hear the echo too. Yeah, I don't hear it. See, that's kind of odd. All right, because here's the interesting thing: the way everything is set up now, everybody is coming through the mixer, so, and it goes directly out. In in the setup here, each one of you on screen have your own volume control, so I have to mute the volume controls for everybody because it overlays. So. So I'm going to try something different here. I'm going to mute the main microphone going out, and I'm going to unmute everybody's individual Skype and see what happens with that. Okay, now everything I'm seeing everything fine on my end going out, so we should be good. Thankfully, uh, uh, Adobe is recording and all of that, so. So, do any of us have um, Echo now? God, I hope not. People's on the interwebs, can you hear the Echoes? You know, I, I am so glad I'm not recording this episode because if there is echoing and so forth, I am going to, I would scream bloody murder trying to edit the video and post it on the VOD, so. We're still getting echo on their end. Oh, Jesus. All right, hold on here. Uh, I am going to do another round of edit changes. Hold on. It's always something, isn't it? Uh, no, no, voice mod is okay. not running. Voice mod is not running. I'm too low. I might have been speaking 
quietly. Mm. No, I think he's still making adjustments. Oh, he's no, every, no, everything is set now. The only issue that I'm having is Ari either it's either Ari or or Ichigo. Your camp, your your Skype screen just keep re auto resizing itself. So, which I thought I had uh, fixed. I do not know. See, that's something. I, no, no, I'm the I. It'll show up on the stream. I have to go in and re-edit it so everything is fine. So, no, it's not because you're fat for your window. It's just Skype decided to fart and exp either make your screen too big or too small. Hey, Ronma, yes. I have dual audio, so now the lovely listeners in Radioland can hear me in stereo sound. Oh, Ooh, no. yay. What <laughs> novel would you all like me to read tonight? <laughs> if you're if you're talking in that kind of voice, um, I don't think anybody's going to get sleep. Okay. Oh no, it's going to be a horror novel. We're all going to be scared mm. to death. And now we've got Ichigo all over. Oh, there we go. Never mind. And, yeah, that that that. Oh, I went <laughs> I went to go fix it, but everything is fine with that. So. It's not anime jam session if something doesn't self-destruct, is it? In the first five I just minutes. find it funny that yeah. I, I, I cannot remember the last time we had an episode where nothing fucked up in the beginning. Yeah, it's called Before We Came to Twitch. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or, um, if, if Koi is on the show, something broke. Yeah, but it's been a really long time since Koi has been on the show, so we can't really keep blaming her. True. It's been at least a year. A year or some change, yeah. Really? Yep. Hmm. I think everything is back to normal now. I think we're good. I think we're golden. But like, it's like I said before we went live. When it comes to OBS and slobs, it's a living beta. It's not a final release of the software. It's just an updated beta going and going and going and going. So, so. Anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Yeah. Uh. I'll, ac I'll accept all of that. <laughs> Anywho... We are live tonight, week of third of Tuesday, October 20, 27th, 2020. We're here live every Tuesday from 9.30 to 10 p.m. Eastern uh, Daylight Time here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Um, you can always interact with us here every week. You can also find us through the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. And, and they are also hosting us, so we're really appreciative of that. Uh, you can find them through uh, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. And don't forget, we have a Discord. You can find this at uh, VogNetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's affiliated with the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come by, hang out, and have a good time with us. So, yeah. So now we're going to go around the room with how was your week, how was your day. Ari, kick things off. I have to go grab something real quick. Um, Okay. I got paid again today, but all the money went straight to rent and groceries, so I've got very little left for anything else for the next two weeks. I can only hope, you know, some overtime crops up so I can jump on that. But yeah, other than that, I know those feels. But 
other than that, it's just, uh, then mostly just everything's just dragging along. It's, it's hard to describe, but just, you, you go through the entire day just feeling like, oh, this sucks. And it's a feeling I'm starting to get sick of, you know? Mm. I, Sorry I if that you. sounded like really dreary and uh, depressing, but... It's all it's good. And the reference back to what Bob Coffey said in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, OBS and Twitch streams messing up, name a more iconic combo. You're not wrong. Definitely not wrong on that. And my computer's been acting up serious, like, really badly, and, uh... Ari, I, I think it's time for you to pull the trigger and get those parts so we can upgrade your rig. Trust me, I'm trying to squirrel away money for it, but it's very difficult. I have an easy solution for you to take care of that, and we will discuss that offline. Okay, if you insist. I do. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, not horrible. Um, I had the apartment to myself uh, for the last week or so. Um, so that's been really nice. That's good. I, I, I enjoy being able to be as loud or as quiet or as introverted as I like with nobody looking at me as I do it. <laughs> mm. Fair. So, I mean, yeah, other than that, I've been reading, I've been watching some TV, um... I was going to have a Halloween horror movie kind of marathon of movie watching this past weekend and just kind of went meh. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend went by really, really fast. It was like I blinked and it went from Friday to Monday, which sucks. Gotcha. I, I know that feel. But it was it, it, definitely nice. Definitely nice. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? If Skype will unmute my mic after 20 minutes. Um, it's been pretty good. Um, similar to Mako. So I loved Roald Dahl's um, writing growing up. I was kind of a nerd and loved his books and his collection of books and appreciated the literature. And so The Witches has been remade. Mm -hmm. So I watched that remake, which I was pleasantly surprised by, because when you think Anne Hathaway, you think Princess Diaries, you think really cute, lovely girl who plays really pretty characters really well. Right. And really did smart she, characters Did really she well. do the head witch very well? She did the head witch, and I was like, who is this evil queen? She must be stopped. No, no. Give this woman more evil roles. I need to see her more evil, please. I I, I really, really enjoy Doll as well. Um, so I, I've been very iffy just because they had already changed the first movie from the book. Um, so if I you're saying... I missed the puppetry. I enjoyed the puppetry in the first movie. 
but it was nicely done and the CG wasn't like it was there. Like if you go in knowing that it's going to be very CG'd, you're not going to be super surprised. But I think that they did a good job of balance and they brought in more aspects of the actual book. That's There's more good to world know. building and stuff. So it's really, really good. That's definitely good to know. Yeah. And so I've also started to watch Lovecraft Country, which I think is super awesome for a sci kind of sci-fi-esque, uh, you know, Lovecraftian mm -hmm. world show. I think it's really awesome. Um, I appreciate the storyline and stuff so far. We've only seen the first three episodes, so I can't say very much. But so far, I like it, and I want to continue to watch it. I think it's a really, really well-done show. Um, but, yeah, basically just catching up on stuff that um, wanted to watch for a while and working on some patterns and stuff for some upcoming commissions. Um, I did another stream today where we just kind of chilled and chatted, and then I have another one I've been planning for coming up on Thursday that's just going to be working on projects. Cool. Um, and generally just trying to be better at streaming. So that's kind of been my focus for this last set of weeks, um, of getting things set up again and in a place where it's just not so much like turn it on and go, but right. like super easy to just set up what I need to do for the day and then get going. Um, and getting better at doing social media blurps that I'm actually on. So that's been my weekend day. That's been pretty busy. Good. That's good. All right, so my weekend day has been kind of mixed here and there. I actually slept in over the weekend, which was, I guess it was a good thing. And I was, because my thing is during the week, if I if I am up by 10, I'm good. If I am up by 12, I kind of complain because it's like two hours of my day is gone. Plus, it throws off my balance of my medication. Granted, the medication that I take, I don't need to take it like scheduled. But my doctor recommended it was good to do that, and that's what I do. Because now I take my medication, and then I take like some other vitamins an hour later. Kind of have myself a bit of a pattern. So that's fine. Um, last week, I ordered some sweatpants. Because I realized I had not worn sweats in like almost 20 years. And I'm not counting uh, wearing sweats when I cosplayed Ranma a few times. I'm talking about just regular around-the-house sweats. So I bought two pairs of sweats. They fit good. They were nice. I ended up sending them back because I wanted them a size up. I like having room. So I ordered them the next size up with pockets, and I put them on. I feel like I'm wearing my normal size, and there's no room. So I might have, I'm probably going to send these back and drop more money and get another pair. But what's interesting is that, as I've always said, I've always complained about the fact that I can never get stuff delivered to my apartment, even before the pandemic. It's like anything, any packages that I order, they would be on the front uh, front porch, sometimes the back porch. I don't know how, but you know, when it comes to food, I would just get a text or a call and they'd be standing at the front of the walkway. Now, I don't mind but if we're supposed to be doing this whole, you know, distancing aspect, it's not hard for you to follow the directions to drop off my food or drop off my package. So I ordered a replacement microwave, and you can tell it's a new one if you look in the corner there, if you paid attention to how my old microwave looked. 
I get a text saying that the per that person's on their way because Best Buy teamed up with shit. Fine, that's all cool. And I get a notification saying it's been delivered, and there's a picture of it sitting in the front of the house. So I give him the directions, go down the walkway, leave the microwave at the top of the stairs on the left. Now, when you go down the walkway, you will notice a set of stairs on the right. But as you keep walking, unless you're really that blind, you'll notice a set of stairs going down on the left. I, I got a picture of the location of my microwave. It was sitting on the back porch. <laughs> and you know what? I would gl I gladly took it. I'm like, you know, it's the closest they've gotten. And, you know, I'm perfectly okay with that. And then that Friday night, when I ordered my uh, my ordered takeout, actually, no, Saturday night, when I ordered my takeout, I get a text saying my food's here. I go outside. It's sitting on the second step going down to my apartment. I'm just like, success. They're learning. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's all That's that's all fun and games. And, um... One of my one of my um, figurines has finally arrived, and, that, and that's a funny story within itself. So, in case y'all didn't know, my favorite pony is Rarity. So, I kept saying I was going to order the Kotobuki Bishojo figurine, um, and I'm like, I'm going to order it when I get it. You know, I totally forgot that it came out. And I don't know. I think I was looking up something online or something, and I noticed I totally missed the pre-orders on it. Everything, so I was like, "Fuck!" So, with the help of Mako-chan, I we found a site where I can get it. This one site was still taking pre-orders. It was ninety bucks, shipping included. Take my money. This was back in July, and I'm still waiting. And I'm still waiting. And I'm still waiting. Because I did not want to pay up to $150 for it. Because that's how much it was going for. Whether it was import from Japan or US release, whatever. Fine. And I'm just like, how does how these other sites have it, but you're still taking pre-orders? So about a couple of weeks ago, I started looking somewhere else. I found a, I found a comic shop. In, my, in New York City, that's basically, I'd say, an hour from me driving, two hours by mass transit, that had it for re, for 99 plus tax and shipping was like $117. So I'm sitting here going, well, I'd pay an extra $27 to have it. So, And I'm sitting on there waiting, and I'm like, you know what? Let me contact these people at the comic shop and see if they got any in and they can ship it. I've called twice, and I sent an email asking about the status. Nothing, nada. I go ahead, I order it. It's sitting in the box behind there. I email them yesterday saying, cancel my order. Don't you know I got a response in 24 hours saying that they're canceling my order, and I'm going to get a um, the credit back in three to five days? So you sit on an open ticket from... Or to find out the status of an order, but you'll get up and answer a ticket to cancel an order. Whatever. That's fine. And on top of that, um, some, some of y'all who deal with RGB who can kind of relate to this. Every company does their own style of RGB where it has like special controllers and stuff like that. 
Mine is is, Cor is a Corsair rig. So I have there's a special controller that you connect your RGB hub to or your uh, RGB strips to. This little controller is called the Node Core. When I rebuilt my machine a couple like two three weeks ago, the Node Core blew out. I had a spare because I bought two RGB kits and there was a Node Core for each. So I went in, popped it in, took care of it, done. Contacted Corsair, explained what happened. They told me they're going to replace it. So I go ahead and send them the old controller, the old node core. I get a delivery from UPS yesterday. And I'm looking at the box, and I didn't pay it no mind. Because, you know, boxes have typical sizes or whatever to ship stuff in. I opened the box. It was a... Who was that? Sorry, it's that a, was my phone. It's all good. It was For a, a second, I thought radio frequency broke in or something like that. The way the way the way things I run the show with with tin can and tin can string and gum, don't put it past it. So it what it was it was the Lightning Node controller pro so it was the controller and a set of rgb strips i'm sitting i'm here just screaming and howling because i can't believe they actually replaced it with a full kit i was expecting just one uh con a replacement controller not a full kit so i'm just like this is making daitenshi even better now now i want to go now i just want to go grab my other controller split the rgb strips into two and play around with the effects with that but we will see but other than that that's been my week and day so uh moving right along is housekeeping notes uh don't forget um generally every other wednesday thursdays i will be uh streaming some retro games classic games pc games i may be gaming i may be doing online gaming with the ladies at starlet creations along with koi you'll hear us scream and lose our shits playing games or whatever so uh that will usually go up 24 hours prior or that day if we're going to a uh, game or not and don't forget to follow me and under the pale on grosnet brothers friday nights here at nine o'clock from 9 to 11, it's basically us two hours just being grumpy old men for for the most part. So. And also, another thing I want to discuss real quick, and I keep forgetting to bring this up over the last few episodes. And I don't care if you catch an, an attitude about this, but it's very important. Go out and vote, people. Please. Next Tuesday is the final day. It's election day. If your state has early uh, voting, please take advantage of it. Use this opportunity to vote, all right? We're not going to tell you who to vote for. We ain't going to do that. But if you are a fan of this show and other shows similar to us, you kind of have a general idea of how we're leaning, but we're going to leave it at that. So please, for the love of God, if you have the opportunity, go out and vote. Mail your ballot. Do what you can. You know, that's it. Um, and given that next week is election day, we may or may not have a show next week, depending on how things are. We may do a normal show. We may just come on and just talk casual or not do a show at all. We, ha we have not decided. So you'll know up until 
Tuesday of next week if if we're gonna go live or not. We may even do like a short show. We'll see what, what's going to happen. Um, don't forget, uh, Ichigo is posting links in our chat room here for where you can vote. Vote.org slash polling dash place dash locator. There's USA.gov slash election slash dash day. Or you can just open up Google and be like, where do I vote? If you're on Facebook, there is a section for voting. And I understand there is a, there's a, there's a, there's a link going around telling how to disable the voting. I, I understand some of us are tired of the media blitz on voting. If you've already voted, go ahead and disable that. Don't share that link around because that may discourage people who have not voted to not to vote. We, 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 we are all in this together. And that's it. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I can't believe I did the whole section and didn't have the housekeeping section set up. That's It's all good in the hood. All right. Um... We're going to move along to Geek Roundtable. That's the part of the show where we talk about, you know, some of the cool geeky things that we have and we discuss. Um, what you got this week for us, Ari? Uh, well, the other day I got this in the mail. It's supposed to be a tactical match kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I got an offer for the email. It's like, it's free. Just pay shipping. And uh, yeah, let's even see here. Th this is supposed to be like a reusable match. That's like bits of fabric with like a little copper and anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, this part right here, that's supposed to be the flint, but the only problem is I haven't been able to get it to light properly. It's just... Let's see if I can hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the best I can do is a couple sparks on it. I, I saw the sparks, so... Yeah. That's a lot of sparks, but no constant flame. Um, I would yeah. complain about wasting my money, but you know, just the ten dollars and the shipping isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I get that. I mean, at least it looks like a pretty solid bottle opener on it. Uh, hey, that's a there's a positive right there. It kind of reminds me of that the Flavor God website. I saw an ad for it. Yeah, everything seasoning is free. I'm like, all right, I, I'll get it. Free, just pay for shipping. Shipping was ten dollars. I'm like, was it was the stuff any good? It was pretty good. I still have plenty of it left. It's like a large bottle, like a 10-ounce bottle of seasoning. So according to the site, that retails for 20 bucks. I'm just like, oh, but, you know. That's a fairly good deal then. Yeah, given this is the type of seasonings where they don't add anything extra to kind of keep it stable. It's just like a, you know, if you look at the the, the ingredients, you'll definitely can tell the difference. So. Mm-hmm. Hey Ari, I would make sure that you don't actually have to add something to that bottle. Um, I know some of them you have to add like a little bit of lighter fluid so that oh, the wick for, uh, is soaking. Mm-hmm. I uh, I hadn't thought of that. I, I was just going by the little uh, video demo on the website where a guy just opens it out and just strikes it one time and it gets lit. But uh, I'm not that worried about it. Okay. Mako-chan, I see you already got things ready for our Geek Roundtable, so go ahead and say the B word. Yeah, so for the uh, last episode during Spooperween, um, I really, really enjoy Beetlejuice. It is definitely one of my favorite in the horror comedy kind of uh, genre. Um, I 
have cosplayed Lydia. Um, I have done a mock-up sort of thing of her black dress, and I've also done the red wedding dress. So, uh, you know, I really, really enjoy the series. So I do have, um, keeping with the whole pop figures, I do have my Lydia pop. And then I was gifted BJ here. Um, I will eventually have to get the pop figure uh, to go with Lydia. But um, yeah, I, I had to show off Lydia and BJ. Mm. I mean, I really, really enjoyed this series. Uh, I was really hoping to be able to go back to see the Broadway show. Yeah. And then, you know, COVID hit. And then they were going to be leaving anyway because a new show was actually coming in and kicking them out, even though they were doing really, really well. Um, so I did get to see it twice, though. So. Nothing wrong I'm, with that. Yeah, I... I, I got to enjoy my fandom i enjoy my fandom yay fandom <laughs> all right itchigo what you got absolutely nothing yes. I, I don't have anything new Wonderful. um yeah i just i i have me haha <laughs> yeah i don't really like uh i don't again it's one of those things guys you'll find that i tend to not buy a lot of fandom merchandise because i don't have a lot of places to put well, yeah so, but well that's and i get that but have you done like, have you been watching any any new shows or anything like that? oh i guess i i yeah. mentioned that in my weekend day i've been watching lovecraft country yeah. which i thought was a really awesome show and it was really nice it was refreshing like a refreshing take on the sci-fi genre in general um i appreciate the commentary especially in our day and age and mm -hmm. i think that the acting was top tier so I think they did a great job with it, and um, in general, I have enjoyed some of that stuff. I watched The Witches, which I mentioned earlier, um, and I've just been enjoying a lot of the Among Us trash that's been <laughs> going on, <laughs> because <laughs> there's a fan uh, development of a VR version, which has been hilarious to watch, and there's also a Minecraft version now. And uh, top tip, 1,000 IQ Gamer tip for you guys out there, if you haven't seen it yet, if you set your uh, computer back to April 1st this year, you can play their map backwards on the original Among Us game. If you love brain twisters as much as I do, um, then you might find that fun. But in general, yeah, just been sewing, patterning, all that fun stuff. Awesome. So... For me, I've been, as I've been saying, I've been playing Halo, the Master Chief Collection, and I'm on uh, Halo 4 now, and I think I've been playing for about two and a half weeks. I think every night I've been playing, every day I've been playing maybe about two, three hours off and on, you know. And I've been playing on easy because I'm just enjoying the story and the lore. But I will say, I think so far I've been enjoying Reach and ODST more than, than the other games itself. Um... Halo 4, some of the ch differences and so forth, I, I like, so I'm going through with that. And um, I, I want to show off this this figurine that I have. So, I got a, a package in the mail. I think it was on a Sunday. Might have been from the Postal Service. I, I don't remember. But it said on it, it was from a military base, and it said, ship for military or 
Let's see. There, there was another word on there. Um, military or or ambassador mail or something like that. And I'm just looking at it, and it, it's from my friend Liam. I'm just like, the hell did he send me? I don't remember asking him to pick me up anything. And if I did, he would always let me know that he got it so I can PayPal him, and then I'd have it in about a week. But I open up the box, and it's a figurine from Final Fantasy VII. And it's sitting on my desk right here. And here it is. It's basically um, Barrett Wallace from Final Fantasy VII, complete in his CG um, pixel glory. The PS1 model version. Yep. He can't move the figure, like the hands or anything, but I think this is absolutely freaking cool. This this is really cool. That's awesome. Um, so, and I showed this on my Facebook, and... One of my friends, Sarah, who is basically OG Aerith, and if you don't believe me, you co if you look up picture, if you Google search uh, Aerith cosplays and stuff, the a, a lot of them are her. So she had mentioned something about Aerith, so I asked Liam if he was able to get one. He found one, and now we have an Aerith one come going to her house. So you know she's kind of happy about that. So so that that was really cool. So. That's basically been it, and um, and before we get into tonight's show, um, I I wanted I'm sitting here messaging Mako-chan earlier because as I've said to you, I got a new phone, and what happened was the the batteries on my on my headset was starting to die, and what I usually do is I carry um this this cable with me so I can listen. And then when I get home, I charge my headset, no harm, no foul. So as I'm leaving the T-Mobile store, because they didn't have the replacement uh, skin um, screen protector, it started to die. So I'm just like... I realized by looking at the phone, there was no headphone jack. So $13 later, so I'm just, just mad. And I mean... I kept saying I would never buy a phone that did not have a headphone jack, and I did not realize it till two weeks after I got my new phone. There was no headphone jack, so here we are. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that coming forward, all of the phones are going to start losing them. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, they ha Apple had to go and do it. They had. And then, because they do it, everybody else does. But, you know... Which makes no sense, but at the same time, it's not like you're gonna not buy a new phone. My, one thing I'm surprised I have not seen is, like, battery chargers, like, cases, like, battery charger cases that plug in, but also don't have a built-in uh, headphone jack. That Something like that would be cool. I have not seen that. Someone needs to do that. Somebody get on it. I ain't copywriting that idea. Just get it done. <laughs> but anywho, uh, we're going to go ahead and kick off uh, tonight's topics. And one of them is something that Bob Coffee will probably enjoy to hear. Because we're going to be talking about Bang Dream real quick. Uh, one of the uh, bands on the show, uh, Afterglow, is going to do their concert online. And that's really cool. I love how these uh, one, you know, 
promotional graphic for it has one of us on it printed on big letters but it's almost like they're going one of us one of us one of us well if you that that sort of thing well if you watch bang dream when you go through seasons two and three it kind of is that kind of but um basically the concert is called afterglow sound only live as ever it's going to be streamed twice you'll be able to watch it uh 3 p.m on December 19th and 20th. The stream isn't going to be archived that we that we know of. Um, and if you miss the 19th, you can watch on the 20th. It's the, it's the same thing. But here's the thing. It's not a full concert. It's an audio concert. Think of it as listening to lo-fi hip-hop with beats because that image graphic is still the same regardless, you know? So in this, you can just... Open up whatever uh, whatever site they're on, probably YouTube, and you can just minimize the browser and enjoy and listen. An afterglow consists of five members: Ron Mitake on guitar and vocals, Mocha Aoba on guitar, Himari Urihara on bass, Tomoe Urigawa on drums, and Sugumi Hazawa on keyboard. They made their debut in 2017 with their first single, "That Is How I Roll," and then has released six singles. And I think I have them. Uh, don't ask how I got them, but if you it's not hard to find. And what's going to be cool is that from this concert, there's going to be some special merchandise available on Bushiroad's official online store, which is bushiroad-ecshop.com. And you can start picking up that special merch between November 10th and 17th. Most likely, the site is Jap- Japan only. So if you are a if you have like a membership or if you've bought stuff from Otaku Mode, most likely you will be getting an email in regards to getting your hands on some of this merch. Or if you're lucky, you might know somebody who's in Japan that can probably get this for you and ship it to you. Or you might have to use like a third-party uh, shipping service and stuff like that. And as Bob Coffey says, Bushi always trying to take my money. You know what? I, I, I totally feel that. I, I totally get that, you know? And I think I'm going to have to, like, um, corner off some of my day on either the 19th or the 20th to actually listen to the show. So I think that's going to be cool. Okay. Uh, Moving on to our next article, which is something that's become, like, a a no surprise to any of us. That uh, Anime NYC is going virtual. Uh, Take it away, Ichigo. Did you go? I'm I'm waiting for Skype to unmute me. That's what don't, I'm waiting for. Don't don't um, wait, 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 wait. I know. Don't, yeah, I don't use don't use Skype to mute and unmute. Use whatever that's right there. Like like if your headset has a mute button or if you're near a console, just flip it up. If yeah, I do I've... that, it will make a horrendous sound that you will not want to hear. If I know So what... we're just gonna use Skype today. Um, Anime NYC, powered by Crunchyroll, and not Twitch Internet, because we've seen how that works, Mm. announces ANYC, an online virtual convention for late November. Anime NYC, powered by Crunchyroll, has rolled with the punches and followed in the footsteps of other major conventions by announcing a virtual convention in the absence of a full-scale event due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. I'm not going to call it novel, because I don't think it is. Um, which has hit the New York City area and surrounding region particularly hard. To make up for the lack of an in-person convention, the organizers have joined forces with an online lifestyle brand network and 
TWRK to host NMA NYC online across four nights next month. Uh, it looks like that they will be the 17th through the 20th of November this year, which is the week before Thanksgiving. And they are excited to welcome fans around the world uh, to Network NTWRK, presenting Anime NYC Online, powered by Crunchyroll. Spend four evenings with us, packed with panels, interviews, Japanese guests, and more. And it's all on the Network Live app. Uh, guest schedules and more coming soon. This was posted on October 22nd, and the event will be packed with special guests, merch sales, interviews, panels, and more to be announced with more specific announcements coming soon. And with Anime NYC going online this year, the article uh, author writes, what do you expect from the event? And in chat, if you want to answer, what do you expect from virtual conventions going forward? Do you expect a better quality or a lesser quality? Do you expect to have more things that are recorded before they're played? Or do you expect more live content? Um, you can definitely leave those comments in the chat. Now, I'm looking up, like, the information about about Network NTWRK, like, who are they and stuff like that. Because generally, like, these, like, cons are generally using Twitch or YouTube or Discord or, as with Crunchyroll, Vimeo, you know, to power everything. So I'm looking at, you know, this network. And the description is, Network is a definitive live streaming commerce platform developed specifically for Gen Z and Millennials. Excuse me as I roll my eyes so hard into the back of my skull. Please. I don't know. I just need to get that out of my system. I really do. <laughs> Whatever they use, I hope it's good and I hope it's, hope it's secure. Because, you know, as of right now, I just think that the way... Uh, Crunchyroll Expo used um, Vimeo was was a lot better. With you know, I, I think that that was that was better. So yeah. Anywho, uh, moving right along here, Mako-chan, it's your fandom. Yeah. So uh, the latest Lupin movie, the one that is all CGI and weirdly interesting to look at. I want to see this. I still want to see it too, um, just because it's Lupin and I have an enjoyment for Lupin. Um, Anyway, so uh, the movie is actually on Rotten Tomatoes. And per the tomato meter, is at 100%. Mm. Um, So while not completely perfect, because the audience score is only 88, uh, the fact that um, Rotten Tomatoes and their, you know, people themselves actually have rated this at a hundred percent. That doesn't happen very often with mm. movies. No, it doesn't. Um, so for a movie like this, for them, uh, the right now the six that have uh, voted on it and uh, have done their little online opinions and everything, um, it, it's. It, it doesn't happen very often, which I saw this and went, what the hell? <laughs> um, but again, not bad, because if, y- you know, things like this, um, 
we don't really get a whole hell of a lot of this crap over here. We don't. And when we do, it's, you know, unless it's like a really big series, like um, Dragon Ball Z or something like that, we sometimes don't even, you know, we'll get it in one or two theaters, um, at least with Dragon Ball Z or, you know, the One Piece film. It might have been one or, you know, one or two weekends and like one or two showings per weekend. Um, but something like this showing that, you know, on a system like this uh, for Rotten Tomatoes and people are actually, you know, going for the 100% net, um, maybe we can start bringing some of these over a little bit more often, um, getting them into theaters a little bit more regularly. Uh, you know, even if it's just, you know, a weekend here and a weekend there, mm -hmm. but this is kind of showing that, you know, there, there, there's people out there that would actually watch it. There's and, a market for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it needs to happen because there are a lot of good movies that come out in Japan and then that's it. I, I'm all for it. I mean, I have a feeling, you know, I, I don't know that the Sailor Moon movie is going to make it on to, uh, you know, something like Rotten Tomatoes. No. Um, but, I mean, just, it, it would be nice if more of these types of movies were regularly gone through by critics and people in that type of genre in order to pull it over and make it more popular um, because then maybe we can get more even of the English series to make movies. So it's not just, you know, My Little Ponies once. It was still a good film, though. It was a good yeah. film, but it, you know, there are so many series out there in the States that, you know, oh, it's a TV series, nobody cares. Well, no. I mean, look at all of these TV series that Japan has, and they go, ah, oh, we're going to make a 90-minute movie. And they make money. And to refer back to talking about anime and he's going virtual, uh, Bob Coffee says here in our chat at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Correctional Expo did pretty good, but I trust ANYC to not fuck up their first go-around. No, I ex I expect something to go wrong because it's when you do when you transition like that, you're gonna watch everybody else and take notes on what to do and what not to do. Something's still going to happen. So, but if they pull it off completely, then hey, more power to them. But I expect something, you know, to kind of go awry. So, let's see, what do we have next here? I believe this is for you, Ari. Uh, a new Yamato compilation film. All right, let me bring it up here. Here we go. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, the official website for the Era of Space Battleship Yamato, the choice of 220280, a new compilation film based on the two installments of the Space Battleship Yamato franchise, 2199 and 2022, uh, 2202, Warriors of Love. As posted a 30-second teaser trailer, including unfinished new scenes to be added in the film. The Era of Space Battleship Yamato is a 120-minute film edited by Harutoshi Fuuki from the novel offer for Mobile Suit Gundam U Universal Century. 
who served as a series compos composition writer for 2199 and 2202. From a new angle, the Apollo moon landing in 1969, the, comp the completion of the ISS in 2011, mankind's ar arrival on Mars in 2042, the voyage to Iskandar in 2199, and the Battle of Galat... Gatal... Mm -hmm. Gatlantis? It's, it's, it looks like someone put a gat in front of Atlantis. <laughs> All those episodes about the history of, this, of space exploration and space wars will be retold with, with newly recorded narrations. The rebuild compilation films will get theatrical screening in 36 theaters in Japan from January 15, 2021, for a limited time of three weeks. A special limited edition Blu-ray disc will be sold in the theaters for the day of the film screening, and its digital version will be available on Amazon Prime Video and other platforms. It definitely looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, and for those of you who aren't sure what uh, Yamato is, the series did come to the original anime did come to the states during the seventies as uh, Star Blazers. So there's a little bit of history for you. Yeah, we we originally we initially got deprived the, the of that incredible opening theme. Yeah, I. Yeah, this reminds me. Um, there was this was in one of the um, Facebook groups I was in. Somebody, I think it was Constellation Twenty Twenty. Somebody posted a picture of of uh, of the um, the Doctor from Voyager, uh, Robert Picardo. I think that's the actor's name or something like that. But um. Sing, belting out something, and it was, and the letters. Oh no, the text was him belting out the theme of Yamato, and I thought that was amazing. Yamato, you know. Yeah, and I shared that to a friend of mine because he's not just a Star Trek fan, but he's also a Yamato fan. So you know. So I'm like that was right right up his alley, uh, Bob. If you're meant, it's you, where we got the wave motion gun from. Yeah. Bob, if you the mean, original, if you mean that the that that Yamato thing, I I can probably find it on my friend's Facebook, so I can just ping that to you on Discord. So let's see. Yeah, I will. Def if it's if I can go if I can go back far enough, I will I will I will send it to you. Next up is one of my favorite fandoms, um, Saber Marionette. And to be perfectly honest, I did not think that I would really love and enjoy this series as much as I would have. Because um, I have to admit, watching the OVAs, uh, Saber Marionette J again, the final OVA, I, I kind of teared up because it, it, it was a little bit too much for me. I, I, I kind of teared up at that. And if you want to know why, long it's spoilers whatever uh one of the marionettes had to be sh had to be shut down for the sake of everything and and it was very touching so you know but anywho basically the great the, the news about why we're talking about saber marionette i wonder if this is connected to the news that came out we talked about on the show last year or something like that but i'll have to look that up but basically we're getting a complete blu-ray box set next year uh, Frontier Works has announced a two-disc compilation of all the Saber Marionette, which is Saber Marionette J, Saber Marionette R, Saber Marionette 
uh, J again, and Saber Marionette J to X. Basically, it's going to be um, upscaled from 480. So it's not. They're not. I guess they're not going to go back and give like the complete do over like they did with Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon. But it's still going to be cool and it's going to look awesome. And I can't wait for this. Hopefully, whoever has the uh, the American rights to Saber Marionette, which I would assume is either uh, Media Blasters or um, Shout Factory or Sentai Film. One of those has always been has gone around re-releasing older titles again. Hopefully, they'll get their hands on it and and um and re-release and, and bring it over. And maybe maybe we can get a new dub of it. That would be kind of cool with the original voice cast. Or, you know, bring put the original dub on it. That would be really good, you know. And as Bob Coffey says, SMJ should look good on Blu-ray since it still sell animation. And you're right. And as somebody said on one of the Facebooks I'm on, you know, do you know what you call, um... No, not what we call it's it's got it's basically you can't buy sell animation for your favorite animes anymore. You can you can basically you're screenshotting it now, and I and I and I sat and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. Most anime is done on computers, and if you want to sell of it, you're just gonna have to find the highest quality of the anime you're watching, find the scene, and just pull a screenshot and go about your day. But on the plus side, it can be uh, your computer wallpaper. And on the other side of that, uh, any fans have probably already bought all the original Cell artwork from the anime to begin with. So even if they wanted to go back to the original content, they'd be missing a few. Maybe. Uh, but I, yeah. Yeah, I agree with our chat that old stuff is done properly, Bob Coffee. Uh, often ends up times uh, uh, at times ends up looking better than early two thousand digi animation, and that is for sure, for sure. I I completely agree. Mm, definitely. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, and um, basically our last article of tonight, which I jumped, I I followed up, on, I read on the forums. Now, there are people that are being quite entitled about this, so you know. So, Mockley, uh, Mockley, give them the bad news. Yeah, so Viz Media is removing its free Hulu embedded streams. Um, so sad. Mm. Uh, the company is now, basically, their website directs to uh, watch the anime on other streaming platforms, such as Crunchyroll, Funimation, Hulu, and Netflix. Um Viz previously offered streams via Hulu for a couple of its uh, more popular series, um, but they basically said that um, basically because they've been selling really, really well, uh, and with everything going on and all of that, um, they just, you know, kind of figured that they would take all the free crap down. It, it's I, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's weird. Greedy bastards. Well. I mean, not for nothing, they have a right that, you know, you don't have to have this crap on there for free. Funimation, you know, as well, has a lot of stuff that you can watch for free. But the fact that so much of this crap is on 
other websites, it, it kind of saves them having to have the digital trail, which saves them, you know, all of that internal crap. So not for nothing, they're probably saving a crap ton of money with that loss of traffic while making it up in other areas. Well, and as somebody once, somebody had said on the forums there that, you know, I guess Viz is losing money, this or that. And I'm just like, no. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, no. And I didn't comment because I would, I would, I would have flipped out on, on them because, you know, that, that's just me. But as Sietzabiri said, I bet that was a renegotiation with Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. Because somebody said this is not costing Hulu any money for them to embed for free. Yes, it is. Just because um, Viz is hosting for free, that does not necessarily mean Hulu is spending money on it. That's still bandwidth. That's extra bandwidth going past Hulu to, uh, to Viz. You know, it'd be a different story if they mm -hmm. if Viz was hosting it themselves, you know. And remember, they had Neon Alley for the longest till, which basically originally was just, it, it, Neon Alley was just all the anime that Viz put out on Hulu under one banner on a, on the site. And you can see how easily embedded it was. So, you know. I mean, as I said, if, if this stuff is out there anyway... Mm -hmm. Um, it really does save Viz a lot of money not to have to run that bandwidth. Yep. And, you know, yes, we always talk about, you know, greedy this and greedy that, but at least this, what, you know, this way, that's, that's business. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, other ways to see this stuff legally for free. Um, and they're just basically saying, here, we're partnered with them. Go there. We're still going to get paid because, you know, they're licensing our crap. Yeah. And we're having a little bit of a good, um, I guess, conversation in the chat of, like, maybe it's a licensing thing. Yeah. Japan could have also intervened. Maybe Viz is closing. Now, I know Bob says doubt it, but I honestly, I can tell you, animation as an industry in Japan is very in-person oriented. And the fact that they they have less of an issue than we do here in the States because they know how to wear masks and they know how to keep things to a point that it's it's for the whole and not for the one. But at the same time, these companies are still losing money. Mm -hmm. They are still suffering. So I would not be surprised if Viz is pulling back their resources, even if it's just this free content, to maybe restructure things or if it was planned all along to create the free content to loop people in as some sort of advertisement and then make it a paywall. See, which is, and I would actually believe that. I really do, under normal circumstances. But according to the article, Viz's sales have been up and up, which is kind of understandable. More people are buying their digital content. So there's more money coming in. I just think that, it's a bit more of a reflow here. You know, it's like people are paying all this extra money. So why do we need to continue keeping this for free? But also let's say, you know, Viz was hosting this for free. They could also have been paying money to Hulu, you know, to help cover the bandwidth costs for people watching anime for free. I've known people who have run websites with 
so much stuff that, you know, they've had to kick up extra for bandwidth, even though it was free for you. Like, the what, like, the site, the Anime Jam Session, I didn't have to pay for bandwidth. But if I had to pay for bandwidth for the podcasts and stuff like that, I would probably be kind of broke all the damn time. But thankfully, it's, I never had to. And now we're host. I have it hosted somewhere else. It's still free, so it's not so bad. So at least that's something. I mean, look, they got rid of it. Sad times. You're still going to watch it. You're just going to watch it through Hulu. That that's it. There's already other programming on Hulu that you watch anyway. So. How is that, uh, you know, such, um, you know, oh my god, they're taking our free stuff. Stop. Just stop. Like I say mm-hmm. about conventions, like I say about any business, the only niceties they give is because they care about you money-wise. Mm-hmm. They are mm. businesses first and foremost. For the fans is a marketing strategy. They may make things nice for you. They may make special things for you. They may make free. But over time, a business is a business, and they're going to run that way. Yep. So that's just something to think about. And it may suck, and it may not look good, and it may not be like morally, like it may be morally corrupt or whatever, but that's, that, that's business. Business, they can only care about the user, the consumer, so much. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I got to say on the subject. I mean, most of the people that are, I bet you most people that are complaining that that about the free anime is gone probably already have a Hulu subscription. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of put it together there, genius. All right. We're at the part of the show that we, we know for the most part y'all just came to stick around for, which is, uh, meanwhile in Japan, Four very interesting stories coming out of Japan where it makes you go, um, okay, for, for the most part. Yeah, I'll take the just, last it's one. Pure, it's pure facts, pure facts. I'll take, I'll take the first one. I'll take the second one. Okie dokie. And I'm looking at the first article. I mean, I have never been in that type of situation, but I, I've come close, you know. I've always had, I've had the chaperone, but damn. That's all have you ever say. wanted to, I mean, have you ever been not polyamorous, but wanted to go on a date with 23 of your girlfriend and or boyfriend and or non-binary special person's family members? This is the story for you. <laughs> Man goes on first date with woman. She brings 23 family members along for the meal. A woman's cunning plan to test a potential boyfriend backfires in spectacular fashion. 2020 has been a bad year for singles in the dating scene, and I, I think you, they're a bad who, year for who are everyone you kidding? Just throw the whole year out. It's done. It's gone. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? I'm going to go drink now. I'm 30 for the second year. Um, So lockdowns and social distancing guidelines have really put a damper on a dampener on finding the perfect partner. But things aren't all bad. At least you're not this man in China who went on a first date with a woman who brought along 23 of her relatives. 
The story begins in the Zhejiang province, where a 29-year-old man who'd been having trouble finding love during the pandemic was set up on a date by his mother. He was looking forward to the date and arranged to meet her at a restaurant for a meal together. When he went to the restaurant as they had planned, he walked in to find his date had turned up with 23 of her relatives. She said, let's all eat together. And despite not receiving any advance warning that the party for two had turned into a party for 25, the man sat down and ate with the family. As they ate, the table filled up with expensive meals and alcohol, which his date and her family members devoured happily. At the end of the meal, the man was given a bill by the restaurant staff, and he was gobsmacked to find that it was a total of 19,800 yuan, or about 3,000 U.S. dollars. Unable Jesus. to pay the bill... Mm. The man stuck out of the restaurant without anyone noticing and returned home, leaving the woman to foot the bill. Money doesn't grow on trees, and it doesn't grow in wallets either. When she realized her date was nowhere to be found, the woman was reportedly surprised and attempted to contact him to no avail. She then had no choice but to pay for the meal. Asked why she brought her family members with her to the first date, the woman said, I was testing whether the man who might potentially be my boyfriend would be generous enough to pay for all 25 people, including him and myself. <sighs> Burn it all down. Bunch of she went on to insist. She went on to insist. Bitch, what? She went on to insist that she was the victim. <sighs> and she ended up having to pay for the meal. What the? What the hell? Who in international Karen's deep hell is this? Um, <laughs> as she ended up having to pay for the meal. People online weren't sure about that, commenting that regardless of who pays on a first date, ambushing the other party with 23 of your friggin' family members, sorry, I'm embellishing for context, mm. is never going to go over well. So let this be a warning to anyone thinking of testing prospective partners when meeting them for the first time. If you do, be prepared to be smacked in the face by a giant dong. Anyway, uh, if you do, be prepared for it to backfire spectacularly, just as it likely will if you turn up in a wedding dress to the wedding of your ex and their new partner. There is, there is a saying that goes along with that story. And this is a saying I've been seeing people say, since the beginning of the pandemic, and I have to agree with this. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I don't know what would happen if I, you know, even if it's 23 people that said, oh, no, we're paying for ourselves. I don't I, I, I think I would question even that as a date. Let's be real here. If it was more than two people, I don't know about y'all, I would have said to the waiter, um, separate checks, please. That's exactly how I would have gone. Or as I was going to the bathroom, I would run into, I would run, I would run into the waiter and be like, yeah, I'm only paying for myself and her, nobody. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm not paying for your freeloading asses is reacting to this particular article we have uh vx8 saying damn six hundred dollar tip if you went twenty percent and uh Viri going this legitimately sounds like something out of a sitcom or a crazy slice of life series yeah for real real it does it mm -hmm. definitely does and mm -hmm. i i 
I do a dip. I dip like him. I'm sorry. No shame, but I'm sorry. You bring 23 of your family members, and you think I'm going to pay for $3,000 worth of food and booze that I did not enjoy? No, 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 no. I wouldn't Goodbye. be enjoying any aspect of that dinner if I get ambushed with two, do with two dozen guests out of nowhere. See, actually, I, like I have. Oh, go ahead. Actually, if I walked in the restaurant and saw that, I'd walk right back out. But nope. I may, I may, I may be a hapless I romantic. I would even be able to sit there and have, you know, and be able to eat with these people. See, I may be a hapless romantic trying to find love, but that crosses the line. I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm not that desperate. I'm you out. know what? I think I actually, well, during this pandemic, maybe not, but I But, like, maybe navigating the fact of, like, hey, so I didn't invite them. It's lovely to meet your family, but, like, y'all are assholes. Like, I could see I had some friends who would be able to go through that relationship. But at the same time, if she's pull if she is testing you, base checking your phone while you're asleep. Like, she's got a knife under her pillow and she's yandere, all right? Like, just get out. <laughs> just get out. Just leave. See, if she has a knife under her pillow, I have a three fifty seven under mine. She swings, I pull the trigger. That's it. But yeah, this is one of those cases. Like never never test your wannabe significant other. That's it's not it's not tiki cute. No, no, no. It's not cute at all. No, it really isn't. Okay, um this article reminds me of uh, of making a moonshine, okay? <laughs> And it, oh boy! Yeah, and it reminds me of an episode of Hawaii Five O where um, George Takei was on there as a, a as a as an old Hawaiian old Hawaiian redneck that was making the finest uh shine on the island. Okay, <laughs> basically what this article is: this company is asking people not to use their wash bins to make alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> there's a company that makes makes what they call Carowin tubs. These are yellow plastic tubs used in Japanese bathhouses. That, that's what they're used for, for bathing. Nothing else more. So there's a, a, a trend on Instagram where you're using these plastic yellow buckets for other things. And that's not Good. What people are doing is taking these the, these buckets and making punch drinks. Now we've all been, been there. We, we we all know that one person who will remain nameless that has probably done things like this. Probably not with a with a bucket, but would, I would not put it past that person. You know, but a big uh, you know cooler. Yeah. Like Coleman Cooler, you know, the big red red and white plastic ones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, they're taking these yellow pup tubs. They're adding lemon sour cocktail, which is lemon juice and shochu. And they're having a plastic ladle and cups with it and scooping and just sharing. Oh, my God. That is a trend coming out of Japan. And I'm just like, wow. Well, come on. I mean, you've got convention goers that are just pouring that shit into coolers. Yeah. 
and now ba- and now bathtub and now and now bathtubs. I mean, I don't know. I kind of missed the days of when uh, con goers would just bring um giant beer kegs up to the up to the room. Okay. But ten out of ten can vouch for that lemon shochu spritz drink. It's quite good. You don't say. I had it the last time I was in Japan. I think I picked it up at a konbini, but it was very delicious. The issue is the company has said these tubs have not been tested for use as tableware. So they can't guarantee that the materials that make these tubs will get you sick or not. So as a company representative said, just like with medicine, it's important to follow the recommended dosage and rules of use. Everything is made with a reason and a purpose, so we would like for people to respect the intended use. And they're also asking bars and re- not asking, but they called out to bars and restaurants to kind of don't do this. We're asking you not to do this. I don't know. I don't see any difference between you know bars doing that and bars here using goldfish bowls. I would assume maybe it's the type of material that it's used with. I'm I'm just saying. But the Karen tubs are made Well, no, I'm of, just, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, the theme-wise. Mm. I mean, we're, we use just as many weird items to put our booze in, in True. bars and crap like that. True. And then they're able to charge an arm and a leg for this little novelty thing that you get to take home with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, like... Is I it... still have these. <laughs> True. But the thing is, I think they're just more concerned about the safety of it, not because of how it looks per se. So No, I think that's what Mako-chan was talking right, about. Right. She was talking about like the safety of fish bowls and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think it's more so about the regulations. And I know the what fact I, you that... know you, you know what I yeah, you're right. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe I would say, let's say for the sake of it, the fish bowls are made from the same materials as, as these uh as these washed tubs. Let's say due to our strict uh, guidelines, our, the fish bowls pass. Let's say for the sake of it, those same tubs, if they could pass uh, standards here in the, U- in the U.S., you know, to drink out of. Let's say in Japan, like the standards are slightly different. They don't test for certain things, and there's your, and there it is right there. Which I get, you know. But, I mean, you got to admit, those buckets are kind of cute looking. I mean... Imagine showing up at the con with one of those yellow bin bins full fu- full of um a, a purple drink or something like that. You know how cool. Well, that I, shit I just would be? show up with an empty one. You know, walk up to the corner and like scoop it out. Like I got mine, <laughs> and just drink straight out of it. Like that's my cup. I look at you be like filthy casual as I just hold mine. I put a straw in and start drinking it. <laughs> so um... I, I do it like this, you know. Like one hand or the other hand behind the back and just slowly drink. <laughs> I feel like it's mostly because the pla- the grade of plastic yeah. is probably lower grade. Kind of like the plastic that will disintegrate and leach into your food over time. Mm-hmm. And alcohol exacerbates that because it's quite acrid. It's quite, it is quite well known for how well it breaks down surfaces and 
texture and all this other yeah, stuff, and like, also the lining of your stomach. So, yeah. um, but if you're using you know, one of these one of these uh, wash tubs to get drunk in, you probably have bigger problems than uh, the the quality of plastic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I would not say that it is a like Tupperware grade plastic. It is literally a plastic that is used to be used in a bathhouse, and that's pretty much it. Um, it to me, it's like having um, potable water versus impotable water mm -hmm. you know where like something is safe to be used on the outside of your body but if you mix it with some chemical agents and you try to drink it it's probably not bad choice yeah, to refer back about the plastic like like when i like store certain foods and i wash it out i actually like extra scrub it around make sure i get much of it out because you know thankfully they're making these like these storage containers a little bit more durable and all that good stuff but anywho uh next article please uh, yeah, so um, potty emergency. A student ended up getting locked inside of a Japanese train station uh, because of basically a potty emergency. This happened on October 16th. Uh, the last train was departing the Fuji Sakigu Mei station in Kumamoto City. Um, he ended up having to go to the bathroom just because, you know, there are urges that you sometimes have need of. Um, and when he came out, uh, he basically found out that he was locked in. Whoops. Um, so, yeah, he started uh, to... He began tweeting for help live on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, at about 11.30 p.m. He was sharing photos and videos of him attempting to open the shutters at the exit with his hands. Um, he, he hurriedly explained the situation in a series of tweets saying, I'm completely trapped in the station. When I was in the bathroom because of a stomach ache, a staff member came and said they were, close, uh, they were closing, but I said, hang on a moment, and now this is what happens. What's going on? Seriously. Um, and they have since been made private, but, uh, you know, it's never private on the internet once mm. you get it out there in the first place. Uh, so he goes on to say, the only way I can get out is by jumping the fence and I'll have to enter a prohibited area. Um, people were, you know, quick to reply and basically telling him to, you know, contact the police uh, luckily, at about 12.22, you know, a little bit under an hour, uh, he updated his Twitter and basically said, I got out, I got out, I can go home now. Um, he says that he was cold and mentally exhausted after the ordeal. Uh, he said the station uh, official who came to check the toilet was locking up when I got out of the toilet and we made eye contact. So, of course, I thought I was still able to get out. When I headed over to the exit, the shutter was closed. When I rushed back to where the staff member had been, he wasn't there anymore. This means that I was intentionally trapped, doesn't it? It's a house arrest, isn't it? Uh, so basically, the railway uh, went on to apologize for the error, stating the cause as lack of confirmation by staff. Uh, they go on to say, from now on, we will enforce patrolling confirmation rules at the closing of business for both our employees and subcontractors to ensure this doesn't happen again. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel for the guy. Mm. One, you know, I, <laughs> I have been in the park when they've closed the exit. 
so me and my cousin were playing Pokemon and driving through the park and we entered and had no issue. And then we're going slow because, you know, we're playing Pokemon. Right. So we get to a point where we're trying to get out of the park and they had already gated the park. Whoops. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I don't know why they would gate the exit uh, before it's even, you know, dusk or dark. Uh, luckily, we were able to, they do have like a, a side house if you go down a side kind of avenue. It's it's not really supposed to be for people that are driving on it. Um, it's more of a backwards kind of uh, walking area for people in the park. Um, but we were able to drive down that and then go past their main lodgings at the park and get out that way. But it's, yeah, when, when you come up across something like that, it's a little freaky. It, it really, really gets to, you know, something inside. Um, so I, I kind of feel for the guy. I mean, to follow up what Ichigo was saying about happening at in retail jobs, I mean, I've never had to, like, you know, I've escort someone out from the bathroom, but there have been times, you know, I have to walk up and down the aisle if people know we're closing, and it's like, yeah, um, it, it's five after, gotta go yeah what really sucks is you know especially in instances like that uh with retail Mm -hmm. um you're not supposed to actually fully lock anything down until everybody is out um or else it is yeah it is technically counts or anything like that and yeah part of it is a different it's well part of it is as we're talking a little bit about it in the chat there's the difference of the people that don't want to go home just because they don't want to go home and then Mm -hmm. the people that are just trying to eat time because inside because they're homeless or they're unable to like find a safe place to stay so it's it's unfortunate um that those kind of situations happen but more often than not the experiences that i've had are the people that feel like they have privilege or sovereignty over spaces that we close now. Goodbye. Yeah, and- it it happens quite often in retail, especially in um, specialty stores. Mm-hmm. I know when I worked for the party store, it was basically impossible to get anybody out of the store uh, right up to Halloween. Mm. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, everybody's got to do that last minute shopping. And then when I worked for Target and trying to get closed for Christmas, because we would close um, early on Christmas Eve, and the amount of people that are still in there trying to shop, and not for food, and not for gifts, mm-hmm. but just shopping. Um, just for you the know, sake we were, of it. Right. We were supposed to close at 5. We didn't get the last person out until 5.45, because they refused to leave. <sighs> How can somebody do that? They just, they want to shop because it's a mental, it's an emotional thing. Like it, it is very, it's very sentimental to a lot of our culture. Yeah, but, um, shopping is a relief. Yeah, but you know what? I want to go home. My schedule is till six o'clock. You are still here. This gives me OT, but I want to go home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I've been, I have been in that camp so much. (laughs) Man, people. People really do suck. Mm-hmm. Well, 
moving on from taking the piss on some Karens to taking piss beer and maybe making it drinkable. You want to take the last article? <laughs> this reminds me of the Facebook image I posted of Bud Light with lime, and I captioned it, orange-flavored water. And a friend of mine got upset because the beer didn't taste like orange. And I'm like, it's not supposed to. On sale now, Japanese sake giant creates gin from 80,000 recycled Budweiser's. Uh, with the unexpected and unprecedented drop in social activity for most of 2020, not only restaurant bar, not only restaurants, but their suppliers have also been hit hard financially. Beer sales in Japan plummeted by half in April compared to the same time year before. And Budweiser has a glut of about 80,000 beers in their hands, with no end of this lull in social drinking in sight. It would all likely go to waste. Luckily, this type of solution that Tokyo-based ethical spirits are consummate pros at handling. They are producers of Last, which is a flavored gin made from leftover sediment lees of sake production. Mm. But this time, they're attempting the same magic with beer as a source ingredient. However, there are differences between sake lees and beer. One's made from rice from the other barley, one's solid and the other one's a carbonated liquid, etc. So Ethical Spirits joined forces with one of Japan's largest and longest-running sake providers, Kikaiken, and made use of their vast resources and expertise to produce Revive, quite possibly the world's first gin made from leftover Budweiser. Juniper berries used to get that distinct gin flavor, along with lemon peels and cinnamon. Hops and beechwood chips are also added to bring out the inherent flavors of the Budweiser brewing process. And because it's made from beer rather than grain alcohol, the result has a much thicker and complex taste that complements bolder foods with salty and spicy flavors. But more importantly, a sip of Revive also contains a hint of doing the right thing by supporting ethical spirits' business model of sustainably cutting costs while reducing waste. An impossible as impossible as it sounds from conventional business wisdom. For example, when making last sake, breweries can cheaply offload their leads to ethical spirits who make it into gin. Then a part of the proceeds of lead sales goes, last sales goes into buying rice that ethical spirits gives back to the breweries, so they continue to make sake and thus make more leads, which again makes more last. Mm. But, uh, I guess you gotta use that, like, make, uh, I guess Budweiser would be good for something then. Yeah, I have to give this company credit, because, I mean, really, I mean, you could use Budweiser in your cooking, but that's just like adding extra water, so why would you want to do that? <laughs> I actually will use it for um, beer batter, just because you're, you're looking for a light, beer flavor and you don't want to use your expensive beers when you're just mixing it with flour so that's when I use Budweiser with cooking mm. yeah that's not incorrect I suppose we do have some recipes going on in the chat for things like I've beer noticed. cheese <laughs> squish fondue uh, and other stuff uh, as well as like queso for tacos Woo, that was me um, yeah, I, I yeah. enjoy I enjoy beer cheese. Um, that's definitely one that you want to go for a better quality beer. Um, yeah. You want something that's going to match with your cheese. Uh, but if you're just making a batter, you're basically just trying to, you know, you're getting a little bit of the flavor, but you kind of just want the carb, like the carbonation. Yeah, you want the carbonation and the lightness that the beer will bring to the batter. So uh, cheap beer is not a bad idea for that. Mm. 
the more you know. <laughs> Cooking with the Makos. Yeah, I can just picture the two of you cooking. Uh, Ichigo's holding up the spatula, and you're just holding up a half a bottle of wine. Yes, because I've drank the other half, and Ichigo, <laughs> Ichigo's got to work by herself, because, you know, i got a half bottle, bottle of wine. Because we both drank it. Shit. Yes. Well, shit. Bitchin' Kitchen ain't got jack on y'all. But yeah, no, and I just got a cast iron pan. I'm so excited. It's been so fun to cook oh. with it. It makes the best steaks. Oh, oh, oh. Chef's oh. kiss. Oh, have you seen, before we wrap up, have you seen the meat, the, this meat floating around on, on Facebook? The, some, some dude scrubbed the cast iron pan clean. Like, oh, oh no. he's all, he goes, I've cleaned it's like, her soul. It's yeah. like gray or silver. I'm yeah. Like, and he goes, Why would you? He says something like he 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 scrubbed it down for his wife, and I'm just like, she goes. Oh, kill that me. hurt my soul. Like She's I gonna beat your ass shit. over the head yes. with that thing. Yes. The nice thing is that it's full iron, so she can just re-season it. But but that boy, it needs to be beat with his own frying pan. Let let um, me let me tell you, my great grandma, Lord rest her soul, before I left to the military, she had two cast iron ones we're talking ones that were like 30 plus years old and these are the type where you could tell you could soap it down and scrub it out it's still got years of seasoning and if i ever find out if somebody in the family took those while i was gone if i ever find out who it was i will i will hunt them down and i will whoop they Mm. With the pans. Mm. She well, had two. Right. Two. Man. I got a big the, one like that. I could show you if you chicken want. chicken that, oh, man, listen, bruh. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. Anywho, uh, I, I, I think we're done here. Yeah. But, but, I mean, that... I, I have to say, that yeah. makes me think about the, the two stoneware pans that I have. Um, like, they're seasoned and I can't even imagine what they would be like if somebody actually sat there and cleaned them I I hurt I hurt yeah. so much now clean them the same way they cleaned your pants then they will know the pain I, I, I feel so hurt now <laughs> if you want to be scrubbed down by a metal uh, sponge uh, look at trying to clean our pants but on another note, I guess we're wrapping up for the night, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you like the show, go ahead and tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at Facebook, no, podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We are here to believe you. And I have to... Quote Santa Beery on this. The road to horrible cooking is paved with good intentions. Alright, so they were reminded of Ronma one half now. God damn it. So anywho, check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, anime reviews, co- convention reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer reviews, anime reviews, editorials, links to our convention coverage, and a lot more. That's animejamsession.com. And if you like this show, 
check out the rest of the episodes. We've got over 470 episodes for you to listen to at any given time. You can find us on... Let me pull up my list real quick. Here we go. Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and Apple Podcasts. And don't get to find us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. More convention coverage, cosplay photos, articles, a lot more. Um, if you like what we show, do subscribe to our channel. We have a couple of subscribers. Thank you so much. We, we appreciate it. We want to keep it going. Give us some bits. Um, working that out. You can drop us some cash at through, through, through streamlabs.com slash anime jam session and ko-fi.com slash anime jam session. So we're going to go around the room. Last words. Ari. Now, to quote this one Rama story I read a while ago, Soup Akane, how did you manage to burn soup? <laughs> Last words, Mako-chan. I'm looking forward to Friday. I've already bought my uh, streaming ticket for the Hocus Pocus uh, live show that they're doing. Um, so I'm kind of excited, and now I just have to try and set everything up on the TV so that I can watch it. Last words, Ichigo. Well, I think I'm gonna go uh, murder some Enos. I mean, be a very good crewmate and do all my tasks, please. <laughs> my last words, MLP Rarity Unboxing. Can't wait. Well, that is it. End of list. Uh, we may be here next Tuesday. We'll let you know. If not, we'll be back the following week and we'll see how things go from there. So, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Ichigo, good night. I said good night. I must have she missed. Waved. Yeah, but. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. All right, that's it. We're getting out of here. See you next week. Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!